Hello and welcome to the Abbott and Costello Show from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, but what time is it? It's 8 o'clock, Costello. We're on the air for PDQ Gasoline here in Hollywood. Well, what are we waiting for? Let's go with the Abbott and Costello Show. Hollywood is the transcribed Abbott and Costello show with their singing star Susan Miller and Matty Melnick's orchestra and yours truly Michael Roy. So hold on to your chairs folks for here they are Bud Abbott and Luke Costello. Costello, where were you all day? Oh, Abbott, I met a girlfriend of mine who used to be a sword swallower with a circus. She was a sword swallow with a circus? Yes, she's the only girl in the world that can kiss you and cut the buttons off your vest at the same time. <laughs> what is she doing now? She's still with the circus, but now she's a fan dancer. She's got her own style of working the fans. How is that? Just slow enough to be interesting and just fast enough to stay out of jail. <laughs> well, Costello, circus time will soon be here. Yes. Why don't you get your wife a job at the circus as a clown? My wife a clown? Yeah. Wait a minute. A clown is a person who has big feet and, and paints his face and acts like a fool. Well? <laughs> hey, I'll send her over in the morning. I... I'll ask you to cut that out. <laughs> I love the circus habit. My Aunt May used to be a line tamer. You should have seen her in her red uh, Satan tights. <laughs> you, mean, you mean satin? Satan is something that looks like the devil. You should have seen my Aunt May in those tights. <laughs> I don't think you know a thing about the circus. Oh, I do so, Abbott. I know all the circus people. I, I knew Tom Thumb when he was only a pinky. 
And my Uncle Tom is a freak in a sideshow. They call him the Jigsaw Man. Why do they call him the Jigsaw Man? Because every time he sees a girl, he goes to pieces. <laughs> I understand your brother got a job with the circus as a lion tamer. Yes, and I went down to the circus with him this morning. You should have seen him. He walked in the cage, handed me his hat and said, I'll stick my head in the lion's mouth. What happened? How do you like my new hat? <laughs> I, understand, I understand the circus people held a dance last night. Did you go? Yes, but it ended in a fight. It did? Yes, the Indian rubber man danced with a tattooed lady and he held her so tight that he erased half her picture. <laughs> That's just the beginning, folks. 27 odd minutes of Abbott and Costello still to come. But first, hear this. Foster P. Warwick of Whittier, James E. McCormick of Los Angeles, R.E. Arlington of Gardena, Ed Nagel and Bruce Wedd of Pomona, A.G. Miller of Compton, Arnold D. Kazan of Gardena. Half a dozen new reasons why motorists get more for their money at PDQ. For these are half a dozen typical new PDQ dealers, and every one of them a man in business for himself. I think you'll like meeting these men and enjoy doing business with them. For they, like hundreds of other independent service station operators, have decided that PDQ gasoline, PDQ compounded motor oil, and the other PDQ automotive products have the quality and the reputation that they can offer their customers with pride and confidence. Because the PDQ dealer is an experienced man, determined to give his customers the finest of personal service, not just today, but for years to come, you'll find him a pretty swell guy to depend on for every motoring need. Drive in and meet the boss, the local independent PDQ dealer. And now, round two of the Abbott and Costello Show. Please, Costello, you're on around here. Oh, don't be so modest, Abbott. Ladies and gentlemen, I want you all to know that my old pal, Bush, has been elected the mayor of Sherman Oaks. This is on a level, folks. Let's give his honor a great big hand. Come on. Abbott, give us a speech. <clears throat> That's a little too short. Now, come uh, on, make another one. Come on, make a speech. I didn't start yet. Well, come on, what are you waiting for? Go ahead, make a speech. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. That's all. Thank you, you very much. <laughs> now, just a minute, Costello. I'm proud to be mayor of Sherman Oaks. It's a, it's a lovely place, Abbott. I like the way it's laid out. Thanks, I... <laughs> I don't know how long it's been dead, but I like the way it's laid out. <laughs> That town is the only cemetery in the country with light. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm proud of the town. And uh, I'm now living in the mayor's mansion. It's a beautiful house, but I need more room. Next week, next week I'm building a wing on it. Why don't you put two wings on it and fly it over to Glendale? <laughs> oh, Costello, there's no discussing anything with you. You're, you're too ignorant. Ignorant? I'll have you know in my class of school I was a moron. Moron? Is that good? In my class it was. <laughs> Talk sense, and let's get down to business. We're starting our new picture at Universal International Studios this week. And we've got to find a new leading lady, Lou. I'll say, Abbott. And the leading lady we had in the noose hangs high, she was murdered. Why? What was wrong with her? Every time I kissed her, she sounded like she was gargling. What was she doing? Gargling? <laughs> oh, Mr. Costello, Mr. Costello, uh, can you find a part from your new picture? You know, I'm very clever. I can juggle with my hands and dance with my feet. And all at the same time, too. Yes, but can you do anything with your head? If I could do anything with my head, I wouldn't be on this program. <laughs> That's a snappy line. Abbott, why don't you keep your nephew Norman out of here? Oh, quit picking on him, Costello. 
He's got a head. He's got a great head. I've seen better heads on a short coat. I... <laughs> Never mind him. Let's think about our leading lady. No. Hey, I've got it. My beautiful wife, Betty. My beautiful wife, Betty, would be perfect for the part. Abbott, I know we're making a horror picture, but we can't use anything that horrible. <laughs> Tell her my wife is one of the cutest little fillies in this town. I stole her from Cary Grant. That ought to teach Grant to keep his stable door locked. <laughs> That's so? Take a look at this. Here's a picture of my wife in a bathing suit. She had just come out of the water. How many days has she been in? <laughs> Uh, it's my wife, Betty. Run for cover, folks! Virus X has broken loose again! <laughs> Why, you lame brain, low-browed lump of blood! Buddy promised me the leading lady role in your new picture, and I've already talked to Mr. Barton, the director. He told me that he could read character, dignity, strength, and intelligence in my face. He must have been reading between the lines. Hello. <laughs> My wife has no lines in her face. Oh, no? If she had a string on each ear, she'd look like a Venetian blind. <laughs> she gets fit by riding in the park every morning. Well, funny you should mention that. Why, only this morning my riding master said I would make a great horse, woman. You've got that wrong. He said you'd make a great horse, woman. <laughs> Blubberhead. Not just a plain blubberhead, but bloated blubberhead. <laughs> Mrs. Abbott, I could get hit by a truck and still look better than you do. Not if I was driving the truck. I mean, this. Ah, Billy, that's telling you. <laughs> you're a god. Oh, no, buddy. You're the god. No, you're a god. No, I you are a car. Ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard from a couple of old cars that ought to get lost in the shuffle. Costello, <laughs> why are you always insulting Betty? Why can't you be like me? I have dignity. I have poise and personality. Yes, everybody says you've got a poise and personality. <laughs> Pardon me and howdy doody. I'm looking for two gentlemen. Well, we're, we're Abbott and Costello. All right, so I'll keep looking. <laughs> Just a minute, miss. I'd like to know who sent you over here. I'll have you know that for four years I've been working for Selzick. Uh, look here, miss. Are you sure you work for David O. Selznick? What David O. Selznick? I'm working for Bruno Selznick. Bruno <laughs> Bromo Selznick? I know his brother. <laughs> Romo Selznick has a brother? <laughs> now look, Abbott, I, I, I don't mind being, I, I want to be a little particular, but I mean, I mean what kind of girls are we going we gonna to have in our picture? Costello, I've got it. We'll use that gorgeous new French star the studio brought over last week. Paulette DeVoe. Paulette DeVoe? Yes. Oh, boy, she's gorgeous. I feel like taking her in my arms and kissing her again. Again? Did you ever kiss Mr. Vogue? No, but once before, I felt like it. <laughs> I'm going to be Mr. Vogue's leading man. In this Cut. picture, you're going to be a stuntman. Costello, for your information, <laughs> if 
For your information, I'm going to be Mr. Vaux's leading man. In this picture, you're going to be a stuntman. Oh, no, I ain't. <laughs> My Uncle Tom, he was supposed to jump off a ten-story building into a, onto a horse's back. The director hollered, jump! Tom sailed off the building, missed the horse, and landed in the concrete missile. Have you ever driven out Highway 66? Yes. He's the first right-hand turn the other side of Azusa. <laughs> Costello, you love this stuntman part. You'll be all through the picture with gorgeous Paulette de Vaux. In the opening scene, Paulette is Kajit. Uh, I can see it now. He's riding away with her on his horse. Look! Look! There he goes! Which way? What's the difference which way? I gotta know where to look. I... <laughs> right, you've got no time to lose. We must chase after the kidnapper. You jump on your horse. As you land in the saddle, your grip is sure, your face is stern, and your clutch is strong. How's my transmission? Uh, <laughs> your horse sleeps forward, and you give him the bit. The what? Bit, the bit. You give the horse a bit in his mouth. What kind of talk is that? I give him a bit in the mouth. You mean I give him a bite in the mouth? No, no. <laughs> you dig in the spurs, and your horse sleeps forward. You soar through space. I saw where? Soar on the horse. You can say that again. <laughs> horse jumps the fence, and you pull up short. I pull up my shorts. They must have dropped when I jumped the fence. <laughs> Finally, we head off the kidnapper, and I must throw myself in front of the kidnapper's horse. That's where you come in. What do you mean? Well, you're the stuntman. Yeah? To rescue Mr. Vole, you take my place and stop the runaway horse with your manly chest. Just a minute. I ain't stopping no horse with my beautiful body. Ah, but how much money do I get in this picture for risking my life? What do you care about the money? It's the experience you need. Oh, so it's the experience I need. Yes. Now the horse is running madly at you. The horse is frothing at the mouth. You jump in front of him and grab him by the mane. By the mane what? The mane, mane, horse's neck. Horse's neck, let him neck with a white car. <laughs> you or nobody else can stop horses from necking. Be quiet. <laughs> There's a fierce struggle, and the horse drags you for a hundred yards. Your head is bouncing over the ruts in the road. Boy, am I in a groove. <laughs> but you hang on. You don't mind the ruts. No, I've been in a rut for years. <laughs> the horse stumbles over you and comes to a stop. Where am I? Under the horse. That's the horse on me. And then, <laughs> and then with a sigh. Wait a minute. How much money did you say I was going to get for this? Oh, forget the money. It's the experience you need. Oh, yes, yes. I forgot. It's the experience that I need. Now, with a sigh of gratitude, the gorgeous Mr. Vaux slips off a horse into her hero's arms. Into my arms. Wait a minute. What do you mean your arms? I'm the hero. And I bend down and I kiss Mr. Vaux tenderly. What's the big idea, Rabbit? I saved her. Why can't I kiss her? But, Costello, you're not being paid to kiss Paulette de Vaux. What do I care about the money? It's the experience I need. <laughs> Before Abbott and Costello bring you more laughs, listen to 55 seconds of discourse on a different subject. In experimental and testing laboratories, all manner of products are twisted, bent, burned, and tortured just to see what happens. Well, that's good, because engineers learn a lot this way, even though the thing they're testing becomes a bruised and battered pile of junk. But let's not experiment with your car. Let's not clown around with experimental ideas on what happens when you change oil once in the blue moon or, or never. The men who design and built your car have their ideas on just how and when and how often you'd best change the oil and see about a grease job. Let's string along with them. Let somebody else play guinea pig. Now, your neighborhood PDQ dealer uses factory method lubrication. He follows the recommendations of the engineers who made your particular car. He figures he's running a service station, not a testing ground for odd ideas. 
And when the PDQ dealer lubricates your car, he can say, if the men who built your car had done this job, they would have done it just like I did. Convinced? Okay. Now, Abbott and Costello's PDQ show continues. Somebody loves me, sings Susan Miller, and we wouldn't wonder. Here's our singing star of the Abbott and Costello show with Matty Malnick Orchestra. Somebody loves me, I wonder who, I wonder who he can be. Somebody loves me, I wish I knew who he can be, worries me. For every boy who passes by, I shout, hey, maybe my loving baby Somebody loves me I wonder who Maybe it's you I wonder who I wonder who He can be I wish I knew who he can be, worries me. For every boy who passes by, I shout, hey, maybe you were meant to be my loving baby. Somebody loves me, I wonder who, maybe, baby, it's you. Costello, we're ready to start the picture. Here's the producer's office. Let's go in. Uh, good morning, Mr. Barton. Good morning, Mr. Barton. Quiet, you two. I'll be with you in a minute. Now, Miss Black, about that script for the Abbott Costello picture. Will you see if our writer, Mr. William Shakespeare, is ready with it yet? But, Mr. Barton, William Shakespeare is dead. Dead? He can't do that to me. I'll fire him. <laughs> Hello, payroll department. Fire William Shakespeare. Who? Who should you hire to play? Hire that new writer was here yesterday. Uh, Charles Dickens. But Mr. Barton, Charles Dickens is dead, too. So why does he come around here bothering me for a job? Morning, Mr. Barton. Why, it's Susan Miller. What are you doing here, Susan? Oh, I just had lunch with the head of the studio, and he gave me my choice of several roles. You should have taken the one with the poppy seeds. <laughs> You have a point there, Costello. Thank you, and I made it, too. It's too bad it's on top of your head. Susan, I didn't mean it. But uh, you look gorgeous. Yes, Susan, that's, that's a beautiful gown you are wearing. Oh, it's just something that I jumped in over at the wardrobe department. Darn near missed it, didn't you? <laughs> Mr. Barton, we, we came here to talk about our picture. Now you'll have to wait your turn. Miss Black, send in Abraham Lincoln. I'm doing his life story with the original cast. But <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. Oh, this is terrible. First it's Shakespeare, then it's Dickens, and now it's Lincoln. 
That virus X is killing everybody on the line. I'm going home. I don't feel so good. Well, I've got my doubts about that fellow, Barton. I don't think he's such a good director. Abbott, he's the smartest fellow over here. Only last week, the head of the studio gave him a big dinner and presented him with a gold watch. What for? They found out he could tell time. <laughs> Never mind that. Have you got the same dressing room you had when we made our last picture here, Lou? Abbott, they gave me a much larger dressing room this time. It's right off the commissary. You idiot. There are no dressing rooms off the commissary. Oh, I wondered why I've got seven sinks. I... Who are you? A makeup man. What do you want? Silly, I just want to make up with you. <laughs> you know, Abbott, this joint is loaded with daffy people. Oh, there you are, little rat. You ruined me in pictures. Take that. Ow. And that. Wow. Abbott, protect me. And this, I'll fix you. <laughs> Charlie Barton? Lady, I'm not Charlie Barton. I'm Lou Costello. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought you were Charlie Barton. Even if I was Charlie Barton, is that any way to come in here and beat the daylights out of me? What business is it of yours what I do to Charlie Barton? <laughs> <laughs> but, madam, this is a horrible mistake. I'm Bud Abbott and this is my partner, Lou Costello. I saw your last picture, Buck Privates. Buck Privates wasn't our last picture. Well, it should have been. <laughs> Goodbye. Abbott, I'm getting out of here. I don't have to stay around here and be insulted, you know. You don't? No, I can go home and read my fan mail. Ah, bonjour, mon petit cher. Je suis tellement heureuse de vous voir et de rencontrer quelqu'un d'aussi charmant que vous. Oh, Abbott. Who is this gorgeous creature? As if I didn't know. Take it easy, Costello. This is our new leading lady, Paulette DeVoe. Welcome to America, Miss DeVoe. I hope you will be happy working in our picture. Ah, merci beaucoup, monsieur. Tell me, voulez-vous rendez-vous avec moi ce soir? No, I I couldn't. I I really couldn't. Oh, mon cher, mon homme magnifique, je vous embrasse avec toute ma cœur. Je vous donnerai mon amour, beaucoup d'amour. Uh, no, uh, really, I can't. <laughs> no, 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 really, I couldn't. Uh, what does she want, Abbott? Maybe I could. You too, Mr. Bow. You play the part of the princess. We're ready to start the new Abbott and Costello picture. On stage, everybody. And now a message to the loyal fans of Abbott and Costello. We present the new Abbott and Costello picture entitled Tied Hand and Foot in Algeria or Bound in Morocco. <laughs> 
As the scene opens, we see two footsore and weary Arabs trudging across the desert. They are approaching the small town of Blemish on the chin. Light, camera, action! Abbott, Abbott, I can't take another step. This sand is terrible. What are you complaining about? I've got a hole in the side of my shoe and the sand keeps pouring in. Why don't you cut a hole on the other side and let it pour out? <laughs> Abbott, the heat of this desert is getting me. I'm getting dizzy. I'm getting dizzy, I tell you, I'm getting dizzy. I think that's pretty darn good acting. <laughs> Abbott, the heat is getting me. Look over there, I see a building with two beautiful cars in it. Costello, there's no building there. What do you know? I just saw a two-car mirage. <laughs> Come, Costello, we must hurry. The lovely princess is being held captive by the wicked sultan. Atfei Elibe. That Atfei Elibe. <laughs> I just got it! Abbott, I gotta get back in character. Abbott, that Atfei Ellie Bay has certainly gone to pot. Quiet. We are approaching the Sultan's tent. Help! Help! Save me! Save me! Castello, that is the voice of the princess. Coming from this tent. Hello in there. Hello in there, princess. It's me, your friend, the Rift. Hello, Rift. What do you hear from the Rift? <laughs> Things are pretty rough with the raft. Rip, rip, rap. <laughs> All right. All right, quiet, Castell. It's, it's awful dark in this tent, Princess. I can hardly see you. Yes. There she is. Boy, you sure have gotten skinny. You're looking at the tent pole, stupid. <laughs> I'm the one here with the turban on my head. My, that's a pretty turban. Yes, it was designed by Diana. How do you like that? The new Diana turban. <laughs> Please, you must get me out of here. The wicked sultan is going to sell me as a slave. Don't worry, princess. We'll help you escape. But it is 500 miles across the desert. Do you have a car? No. Do you have a jeep? No. Well, do you have horses? No, but I have a wagon. <laughs> but who's going to pull a wagon? Our little Pekingese dog. <laughs> How can a little Pekingese dog pull three of us in a big wagon? We got whips. Whoa! Hey, it's the whip. It's the wicked Sultan at Fayali Bay. Oh, I caught you, Redande, trying to steal the beautiful princess. Aha! 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 Double feature. <laughs> Abbott, when I give you the ignel, when I give you the ignel say, I'll stay the ice play. What did you say? You mean put on the line. <laughs> all right, all right. Come on, Costello. I've got the Sultan's horse. Let's go. 
Well, we did it, Costello. We escaped from the wicked sultan. And we're safe in this desert, this deserted cave here. Oh, oh we've got to go back. Why? I forgot the princess. Yeah, dummy. I've got her right here in my arms. <sighs> Look, she's fainted. She must be dying. She might be dying. Abbott. Oh, princess, beautiful princess. Lift your veil and speak to me. Of course, of course. I've worked for Selznick for four years. Bromo Selznick, that is. Get her out of here, Abbott. <laughs> And that's not all. The boys will be back in just a minute after a few wise words from this fellow. Before this time next week, when we hope you'll join us again for fun and facts about gasoline, I hope you'll try a tank full of our kind of gas, PDQ. A great many of you would just naturally rather deal with your neighborhood independent dealer. And PDQ's whole plot to get you to buy our products is simply this. We offer the finest automotive gas that can be made. We make our own PDQ gas at our own PDQ refinery. And we sell this gasoline and other PDQ trademark products through independent service station operators who own and run their own business. Now, admittedly, your neighbor who runs the PDQ station down the street cannot equip his station with running hot and cold cashiers or build a two-story restroom. But he does offer that vastly more important advantage of experience, ability, and dependability. And he sells a product that has a solid reputation for being great gas, PDQ gasoline. And now the last stirring chapter in tonight's Abbott and Costello show. Here are Abbott and Costello for a final word. Well, Costello, we certainly were in a tight spot tonight, surrounded by all those Arabs in a strange part of the world. What you would, what would you have done if that cave had caved in? Oh, I, I was in tight spots before, Abbott. Only last week I squeezed tight against the wall. I could hardly breathe. I was nearly crushed to death. I had to claw my way out. Out of a cave? No, a sunset buzz. <laughs> well, good night, folks. Good night. Good night, everybody. Thanks for joining me. Good night, Mama. Listen each Wednesday night at this time for another great Abbott and Costello show, produced and transcribed in Hollywood by Charles Vanda and featuring Susan Miller and Matty Malnick's orchestra. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company. 8.30 at KECA, AM and FM, Los Angeles. 7.30.